You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. Hope 7, Our Ultimate Hope When Paul wrote of hope in his letter to Rome, his primary emphasis was on eschatological hope. This is true in the rest of the apostolic writings. For the purpose of making my meaning plain, I shall refer to eschatological hope as ultimate hope. Here's an example of ultimate hope in Romans 5 verse 2 through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand and we exult in hope of the glory of God. Through faith we enter into the sphere of saving favor and take our stand in Jesus' righteousness. We stand and exult in the anticipation that we shall have a participation in the glory of God. What is the expectation of the glory of God? What is this hope? This hope should never be divorced from Israel's eschatological expectations. That ultimate hope was explicitly emphasized by Paul. We read of this towards the end of Acts. A Pharisee, a devotee of the Messiah who was raised from the dead, Paul cried out, Brethren, I am a Pharisee, a son of Pharisees. I am on trial for the hope and resurrection of the dead. Acts 23, 6b. Paul, desperate, on trial for his life, proclaimed the Messiah's resurrection within the context of Israel's hope, the resurrection from the dead. That was his testimony before the Sanhedrin. He continued this line of defense before Felix the governor. Acts 24:15 Having a hope in God which these men cherish themselves that there shall certainly be a resurrection of both the righteous and the wicked again his life in the balance we see the same emphasis before king Agrippa Acts 26 6 and 7 and now I am standing trial for the hope of the promise made by God to our fathers, the promise to which our twelve tribes hope to attain as they earnestly serve God night and day. And for this hope, O King, I am being accused by Jewish people. The apostles spoke of A, the hope and resurrection of the dead, B, the resurrection of the righteous, C, the promise God made to the patriarchs he spoke of ultimate hope. Paul took the ultimate hope seriously. How seriously? He wrote of his passionate pursuit of the knowledge of the Messiah as a means to an end. What was the goal? To participate in the resurrection of the blessed. Consider these verses. Philippians 3, 10 and 11 from the Tree of Life Version. My aim is to know him, and the power of his resurrection, and the sharing of his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, 
if somehow I might arrive at the resurrection from among the dead. When someone reads Philippians 3 verses 10 and 11, they find that Paul did not exemplify a form of spiritual altruism. He was not devoid of self-interest. He was definitely concerned about himself. He did not write, that I might know him because he is so wonderful, or that I might know him because he is my first love and nothing else counts, or that I might know him because he has captured my heart. Paul wanted to know Jesus so that he might attain to the resurrection from the dead. The resurrection from the dead is the ultimate hope. The ultimate hope is our ultimate goal. In Colossians, Paul wrote of the hope of glory, Colossians 1.27, to whom God willed to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is the Messiah in you, the hope of glory. What is this hope of glory? It is our ultimate hope. Paul wrote of it later in Philippians 3. Listen to this. We eagerly wait for a Savior the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of his glory by the exertion of the power that he has even to subject all things to himself. Philippians 3, 20b and 21. The resurrection of the righteous is when the hope of glory is experienced. This will transpire at the time of the Lord's return. It will happen in a moment in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. 1 Corinthians 15.52 That is the ultimate hope. This hope was specifically spelled out at the end of the book of Daniel, Daniel 12, 2 and 3. Many of those who sleep in the dust of the ground will awake, these to everlasting life, but the others to disgrace and everlasting contempt. Those who have insight will shine brightly like the brightness of the expanse of heaven, and those who lead the many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Here is the record of when Jesus reiterated and personalized this prophecy. God incarnate said, An hour is coming in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and will come forth, those who did the good deeds to a resurrection of life, those who committed the evil deeds to a resurrection of judgment. John 5:28 b through 29. If you have been born from above, then the Spirit of God lives in you. If he lives in you, you'd qualify for this resurrection. Let's rehearse this truth found in Romans 8:11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised the Messiah Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Romans 8.11 This life is eternal resurrection life. It occurs at the moment the children of God are revealed. Is this something to look forward to? Please listen to these verses, and you make up your own mind. Romans 8, verses 18 through 23. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time 
are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us, for the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and suffers the pains of childbirth together until now, and not only this, but also we ourselves, having the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting eagerly for our adoption as sons, the redemption of our body. Romans 8, 18-23 This is what we're waiting for. We wait and anticipate it is the ultimate hope. John wrote, Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not appeared as yet what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him, because we will see him just as he is. And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as he is pure. 1 John 3, 2 and 3. You will be like Jesus. You will see him just like he is. Make this expectation your own. Possess it by faith. Think about this hope. Participation in the age to come is going to be amazing. Every promise God ever made will come to pass. Ultimate hope is the anticipation of the culmination of our salvation. Hebrews 9.28 So the Messiah also having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time for salvation without reference to sin to those who eagerly await him. Here's an open secret. Every hope you have for God's intervention in this life follows the pattern of ultimate hope. Cultivate a healthy expectation of the hope of glory. As you do, you strengthen your soul and are able to see every circumstance through the eyes of that hope. Consider Romans 8.18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Now that, that's hope. Pray. Abba, you are the God who is the source of my ultimate hope. Please fill me with all joy and peace as I trust in you, so that I will abound in confident expectation by the power of your Holy Spirit. I ask this in the name of Jesus the Messiah. Amen. Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. The theme song is Skirmish from the album Spontaneous Combustion by Leonard Jones. David has written several books, including God's True Love, and his latest, The Meditations of My Heart, Developing a Healthy Inner Narrative, which contains a collection of daily devotionals. You can find links to these and others by visiting loveofgodproject.org and clicking on the book section. If you'd like to reach out to David, you can go to our Facebook page, Love and War DH or send an email to loveofgodproject at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends.